You saw that, right? I'm not having a stroke? No, I saw okay. that. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. It was like a flash of light. Yeah, I'm like, wait, who's taking all right, the picture? Okay. Well, as long as I'm not having a heart attack, that's all that matters. Welcome <laughs> back to Colombo and Katie on 1019 941 News Talk SDL. If you're watching Whoa. on the cameras, you will see that we've got company over this afternoon. Rob Carter from the Rob Carter Show, which you can hear every Sunday night at 6 p.m. here on News Talk STL. And soon you'll be able to hear every night at 8 o'clock is in studio with us. And I was mentioning, Rob, earlier that uh, when I was out of town, Katie and I were both out of town uh, a couple weeks ago and you were hosting the show for us. I was I was listening as we were driving to and from Wisconsin for my daughter's gymnastics meet and I thought to myself man I think Rob and I and Katie could have some really great uh, conversations leading up uh, to the uh, to the various primary elections and all of that so Rob's going to be on the show uh, regularly here at least for the next couple of months and I'm looking forward to it so thanks for hey, thanks time. for having me on yeah, appreciate it great to see you um, so I'll dive back in right where we left off things with Virginia Cruda from the Daily Wire um, looking at tonight so there's been been, I don't know if you were listening earlier, but today there there seems to have been um, this this uh, created drama. In in case you know, like in case it is a in case it's a big spread and it's not a close uh, uh, election tonight uh, when we get the results from the Iowa caucus. There's this idea that's being promoted by the media and by Republican candidates like Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and, and others that if Donald Trump doesn't get 50 percent of the vote, it's somehow an indication that he is losing his popularity. To me, it's way more about this, the difference between the candidates. If he wins by 20, 25 points over whoever's in second place, to me, that's an indication that it's a pretty that that's a, a, a pretty big uh, night for Donald Trump, but there's this idea that's being put forward that if he doesn't get fifty percent, it's an indication that he's losing popularity with the voters. What do you What do you think of that idea? And then just overall, what are your What are you expecting to see tonight? What I would you? expect Trump to win big. Um, he probably will. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets less than fifty percent because. DeSantis has been there. Um, they get a ground game going. And, you know, when you don't debate, Iowans are kind of like Missourians. You may love Trump, but you still want to hear conversation about what's going on in your country and you want people to address you and have. It's my biggest problem with Trump is it doesn't matter whether you are going to win and you don't need to debate because you're going to win. You debate because you're a public servant and people want to hear what you have to say. When people criticize you, they want to see how you handle yourself. And I'm, I've been very critical that he didn't debate. I think it's, I just don't think it's the right thing to do for the country. If you're trying to win an election, it might be the right thing to do. But if you're trying to get the country organized and you're trying to make, trying to make sure that your viewpoint is heard and that any criticism of you is addressed, you go out and you answer questions. So I think he'll get less than 50%, but I don't think it really matters. Nobody's going to beat Trump unless, Something out of the blue happens, or they block him in too many states to where he can't get on the uh, can't get on enough ballots to be president. But I doubt it. I think he's a shoe in unless something crazy happens. Who do you think uh, finishes second? Well, it should be DeSantis. I'm not a big Nikki Haley fan. I never have been. I don't like anybody attached to the UN in any way, shape, or form. I think the UN is the center of evil. <laughs> so anybody attached to it, I don't like. Um, just not a big Nikki Haley fan. She seems to be somebody who uh, got wealthy off of government or. Um, Military contracts down there in South Carolina. It's a big military operation down there. Yeah. So not a fan of hers. DeSantis, you know, I go back and forth to Florida. We were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. DeSantis, uh, the difference between St. Louis and Florida during COVID was 
so stark you just cannot imagine if people weren't traveling the country at that time i was i was in the business yeah. world so i had to travel and i didn't care about COVID at all from the very beginning so uh, i traveled the whole country i'd come to st louis and get in here and it was everybody thought the world was coming to an end two masks on the visor the rubber gloves the football helmet and the flippers to stay safe <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and then you go down to florida and everybody's like you know like nothing's even happening you know yeah. it was just it, it lasted for maybe a month 45 days and everybody said it's nice out we got beaches let's rock and roll and that's the way it went so you could see a difference with the way the states were being managed. So it made me like Ron DeSantis. I like a lot of things that he says. Um, if you listen to my show, I'm not a huge fan of anybody that comes out of Harvard and Yale because I think there is a political and financial arm of those two institutions along with intelligence agencies. And they flood people into the political system. And I don't know what their motives are all mm-hmm. the time because they tell you everything you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Right. I, always, I make this analogy all the time. Uh, if you're a woman and you're an attractive woman and the guy tells you everything you want to hear, mm-hmm. he's the nicest guy mm-hmm. and he, everything you say, he's right there with his ear to it. He's, oh, that is so, they tell you everything you want to hear yeah. and that gets you to, you know, you're attracted to that person, but they have a motive that you don't understand. Yeah. And that's the way I see these people that come out of these schools. I would like to see somebody from Omsal. Yeah, there you go. The University of Missouri. It's like it's a swamp, like president. it's a system. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. a system. I think we're it learning is a system. That. I think we're learning that yeah. now more than ever, how big of a system it actually is. Rob, I wanted to ask you a question because it does seem like I liked Ron DeSantis too. I mean, I like Ron DeSantis, not liked, but I was a little bit deterred and off put by maybe his style of debate. I, I, I'm not saying that he lacked substance. I think that he had a lot of respectful, wonderful things and accomplishments, as you just highlighted from Florida, that he could tout. But I'm wondering from your perspective, when you watch Ron DeSantis debate, maybe from the Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis debate that just happened last week, what are your thoughts on his style? Do you find it appealing? Were you like, eh? He's the manager. He's the middle manager as the governor. He's got uh, his it's charisma. It's a charisma issue. And we live in a Unfortunately, in my opinion, we live in a country where it's bright lights and stardom and whoever is the biggest celebrity has the biggest chance of winning. That's why we often put entertainers and politicians up in front of everybody. But um, I like what he has to say. I think his debating style lacks the uh, for the masses. It doesn't have that appeal that Donald Trump has. Donald Trump, say what you want about him. He's entertaining. Dynamic. He's funny. He's dynamic. And he creates conversation. So when you go to work the next day, people, did you hear Donald Trump and what he said about Hillary Clinton? That kind of thing. And that creates momentum for you. And I don't think he has that. I don't think Nikki Haley has that either. I think it's manufactured by the press. I think they try to make it like this is a two-horse race between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. And then you throw in Ramaswamy for VP, these kind of things. I think these are media narratives. I think the reality is, is Donald Trump will be the nominee barring some miracle and then they'll be curious to see who he picks for vice president that's what i'd like to know so but i I do like the race tony we talked about earlier i do like the race i think it's and what i think katie's on to something here in in a big way because we've talked about this a lot It, it was even it was it was even before the debates if if you remember a year ago and i i'm like you rob i my daughter lives in florida you know and so have a little bit of experience of you know what it's like down there and i thought that his record and the way that he runs that state i thought you know and like like many other people in the country thought you know this this guy's got a lot of checks a lot of boxes and i think we were all ex- gearing up for this big one-on-one showdown it's going to be trump and desantis the old versus the new and it's going to be like this incredible mano y mano for the 2024 presidential uh republican nominee nomination 
But even before the debates, all of that just started, it seemed like as soon as he officially announced Ron DeSantis, like all the momentum and all of the buzz, all the hype just sort of fell off a cliff. What happened? Why didn't Ron DeSantis with all of those, that great record and, uh, you know, and all the attention that he had going into this? Why has he seemingly fallen so far in the polls? I think the biggest detractor for DeSantis is that he crossed Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the king in the GOP uh, right now. And when you when you can sell the idea that Donald Trump did that I brought Ron DeSantis to start him, I'm the one that made him governor. It was my endorsement that, that brought him into big time politics. And then he sells the idea that DeSantis crossed him and is double crossing him and uh, I think that just turned off a lot of people because Donald Trump sucks the air out of the room. Donald Trump is the guy. And if you cross him and Donald Trump starts coming after you and you don't kiss the ring, uh, eventually you're going to fall out of favor, especially when you don't have the it factor. Mm-hmm. The it factor is a big deal. I can't stress it enough. If you don't have the it factor Huge. and you want to be in politics, Great. you're going to struggle. Now, if I was DeSantis, I would have went right at Donald Trump and uh, you know said, let's do a cage match to the death, hmm. something of that nature, just to get headlines because you, you've got to fight back with Donald Trump because if it's the, Donald Trump is the bully. Good or bad. And yeah. a lot of people think it's great. And I don't mean to dismiss the Donald Trump supporters out there because I get it. I was a huge Donald Trump supporter at one time. But when the bully attacks you, what do you do? What, I mean, I don't know where you guys were raised, but when, when I was a kid, when, when he got bullied, your dad said, you got to punch him in the nose. You got to punch back. Yeah. You got to punch him in the nose because the bully will never stop until he realizes there's some repercussions for the actions. And I don't think he has the ability to punch back in a manner that is effective with Donald Trump. So does that mean, does Ron DeSantis have the it factor? Because, I mean, Ron DeSantis has got a long way to go in his political career if he wants to, you know, go that direction. There'll be many more presidential elections for him after this year. But does he not? Does he has I he do. been exposed? I do. When you when you take Donald Trump out of the equation, I think everything changes. You I know, do too. Yeah, it's the level, right? So Donald Trump is the ten, and then you got the sevens and eights, which would normally be fine in our political environment. You look at Obama prior. Yes. You know, Obama was a ten. You know, this is a guy that went yeah, out and had oh, the soaring yeah. rhetoric and the great speeches and the great family and the beautiful look and the whole thing. And they made him a celebrity, and that is what makes you president. I don't think Ron DeSantis is there yet, but I don't. I think he's a very bright guy. I think he actually did a very effective job through COVID. Not for me, I thought the whole COVID thing. I don't think you have any reason or right constitutionally. I had Will Scharf on my show. He's running for attorney general mm-hmm. and he's a Trump attorney. And he came on my show and I said, did Trump have the legal authority to lock down society? And he said, of course not. There's nothing in the Constitution, a clause for a pandemic. And I said, then why were we? Locked down. Yeah. I said it from the very, because it destroyed my business. I come from the business world. So that lockdown, that lockdown took a 30 year career and shoved it down the toilet because it was the timing of it all. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it works in your benefit. Sometimes it doesn't. But that absolutely destroyed what was going on with me. So that's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Talking to uh, Rob Carter. Got a few minutes left here with Rob this afternoon. I wanted to ask you about Joe Biden. You know, we're obviously, for good reason, focused on the Republicans right now with the Iowa caucus tonight and everything. But since this is the first time that we've had a chance to talk about this, this is something that I have. I'm fascinated by. Talked to a lot of people about it. Wanted to get your thoughts on it. The idea that Joe Biden is not going to make it to the ballot in November. Do you give that? Are, I've, I've had people on this show that are certain of it. There's no like Joe Biden is not going to be on the ballot. It's all there's a plan in place behind the scenes of the Democratic Party to hand over the reins to Newsom or somebody else. 
and you know heard the other side as well where do you fall on that uh, ultimately is it joe biden that is taking on the uh, winner of this uh, republican nomination in november or not i don't know yeah i don't think anybody knows my gut feeling is the democratic establishment does not want Joe Biden to be the face of it for another four years. I think people are for good tired. reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they think he can make it four years. And there are two people that they are um, that they like a lot. And one of them is Gavin Newsom, and the other one is Michelle Obama. And they're both starting to make speeches. You saw Gavin Newsom. Newsom. He did the um, debate. Inter- the debate with um, with DeSantis. With DeSantis, on, exactly. On and then you have Kennedy. yeah. And then I would I would guess that he will not be the one at the end of the day. Uh, a lot of people in alternative media, a lot of people that just the, the problem with the alternative media is they act like they know everything. You know, they're so certain of everything that's happening behind the scenes instead of just saying, look, nobody really knows because this is a competition and a game and it's fluid. You know, people make decisions based on what's in front of them. And uh, my gut feeling is he will not be the guy at the end of the day. Mm. But with what's going on in this country right now, nothing would surprise me if a marble mouth, uh, child <laughs> sniffer, plagiarist, con, buffoon like uh like Joe Biden is yeah. the nominee. I just, it would not surprise me anymore. I'm not Golly. a Biden fan, by the way. I want to ask you. So I, <laughs> I didn't know. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with I agree with everything you said. I've said the, the same things. I don't think that Joe Biden, if I was a Democrat, I'd be terrified at the idea of Joe Biden being our nominee. However, unless it's somebody like Michelle Obama, which I just am not, I just don't really believe that to be realistic because I the Obamas already have all the power. What do you run for? What do you run for office for? You run for power. You know, you run and they already have the power in celebrity and the celebrity. They have that already built in. They don't need they don't need to take the negatives that come along with it. They don't need the money. They don't need the power. They don't need the celebrity. I just don't buy that. Michelle Obama is going to ultimately put her name on the ballot. And without it being Michelle Obama, I don't, I still, believe it or not, this is an indication of how bad things are nationally for the Democrats. I think that Joe Biden is their best candidate. He's got the most name recognition. I mean, stay over, behind the scenes. Over Pete Buttigieg and Gavin yeah. Newsom and J.B. Pritzker and Beto O'Rourke and, uh, you know, roll out all the names that we've heard. Joe Biden is still unbelievably a better candidate than all of those people. So I don't. I just don't. They're all bad. I, so I, I, I understand the idea that, that Joe Biden's not going to be on the, the ballot or that there's a plan in place. I just don't know who that person. I get all that, but who's the person that they're going to put in there? See, I come from a completely different angle, and I don't want to. I, I, I love it. That's I don't want to make everybody crazy here, but I don't think the elections are in the up and up. And I also don't think that candidates choose whether they're going in. The Democratic establishment yeah. chooses you. Yeah. Um, it's a club. It's a gang. It's a it's a it's an operation. It's a swamp. It's a swamp. And if they want Michelle Obama to run, because not necessarily that she would get the most votes, but they could convince she the American would. public she that would, she got the most votes. She would That's be a massively popular she would with the Democrats and especially yeah. with suburban women. But you gotta remember just think I, I was just talking about this on my show last Sunday night. Why in the world? Rasmussen did a poll. He went on the Steve Bannon show, and this there was Rasmussen said, "We we do more polling on elections than anybody in the country by far. Sixty five percent of the American people do not believe the elections are on the are on the up and up. If we have representative government, why on all of the media outlets like CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and ABC and all these what I call phony outlets, why 
If that's the case in a Republican democracy, would you not go to every single candidate and go, listen, the American people don't have confidence in the elections. What is your plan, Mr. Trump, to fix it? What is your plan, Mr. DeSantis, to fix it? What is your plan, Mr. Biden, to fix it? Because if we don't have confidence in our elections, it's going to be a bad situation here before too long, because no matter who wins, the other side can create a lot of problems by saying you stole it. Mm -hmm. So it has to be fixed. There's ways to fix it. I I laid out a 10-point plan that a guy named Seth Cattell put out uh, just recently that basically foolproofs the elections, but you don't hear anybody in the media or any of the politicians talking about it. And I always say, you can tell what's going on in the world by the questions the corporate press does not ask. Mm. That's how you can figure out what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. Mm-hmm. That is Rob Carter. He is going to be joining us every Monday. I love your show, you guys. Oh, and I appreciate we, you having me. We appreciate you being here. And of course, you can hear Rob every Sunday night at 6 o'clock here on News Talk STL. And starting at the end of this month, you'll be able to hear him every night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, Sundays at 6, month, uh, and, uh, starting on the January 29th, 8 to 10 o'clock. Yeah. So excited. There you go. Yeah, thank I'm you guys. Much looking forward thanks to for having me on. Rob, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. We are going to talk to Dave Sylvester, our friend from the Gutter Pros. He's going to be in studio with us also. Speaking of Joe Biden, another new poll out today shows Biden's approval rating the lowest for any president in 15 years. And people are saying that they they're Democrats are saying, oh, this is an outlier. It's not that bad. Even record setting, I think it's I think it's still the other way. I can't believe he's that high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. I'll explain that, and uh, we'll talk to Dave Sylvester, Dave Sylvester next here on Columbo and Katie. For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Listen closely. Okay. I know how much you loved my Halloween choices, so we decided to put this one in there. <laughs> We're a few months late. That's. (laughs) I will say this: this song has been pigeonholed into being a Halloween song. It's a good song. It doesn't have to be a only Halloween song. But you remember that? You remember that time I picked up Halloween music and you were like, "What the hell is this?" I do. I do. It was yeah. It was memories. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no thrillers, no monster mash, no <laughs> like any of the regulars. Like it was, uh, it, yeah. You were very eclectic with your Halloween selections. <laughs> this would have been great. This was one of them, Tony. Oh, this was? was one of them. No, oh. it was the best one then. I had some good ones in there. <laughs> I had some good ones. I don't care what you say. Welcome back to Columbo and Katie on 1019 News Talk STL. Our buddy Dave Sylvester from the Gutter Pros is here. Going to talk to him in just a moment. First, wanted to touch on this poll that I mentioned. So, uh, a poll was released today by ABC News that shows that uh, President Joe Biden has the lowest presidential approval rate of any president in the last 15 years at 31%. The border is one of his worst areas mm-hmm. with just 18% approval. Uh, Twenty Only 26% of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war, and just 31% approve of how Biden is handling the economy. And again, overall, just 31%. Now, I heard several folks reacting to this poll today, and um, a couple of uh, different liberal pundits 
were claiming that this poll was an outlier and that the presidential election is just getting started and most Americans aren't that engaged in politics yet. And once that they, um, you know, get educated and look back at all the great things that the president, that President Biden has done in his first four years, that this idea will change. And they were like, oh, this is, you know, this this poll is. You know, it's not right. And, you know, people are just getting involved. And once they figure out, once they, you know, once once the president is campaigning and, you know, you realize all the great things he's done, this will all turn around. I feel the exact opposite. I feel like 31% is obviously extremely low. It's record setting low. I still think, though, that it's, I can't believe it's that high. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe that nearly a third of Americans think that he's doing a good job. Democrats included. Look, this and this, this is not like a a partisan statement. No, I think Democrats I don't see most importantly. Anybody Democrats seem to be as just as upset as Republicans mm-hmm. with Joe Biden cuz he's pissing off Democrats just as much as he is Republicans with his decisions. I just can't believe that nearly a third of Americans approve of Joe Biden. So when they say, oh, this isn't, you know, this is crap. It's not, it's not that bad. I think it's worse yeah. in reality. I think it's, I, I think if Joe Biden has had the presidency that he's had and he still has a third of Americans on his side, I think that would be amazing. Again, I think we go back to what we talked about last hour, and that is when people are going to criticize Trump for not winning with 50%. The polls the polls are not 100% correct. The polls are not Bible. You know, you take it for what it is. And I look at a poll like that and I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. I think that when you say, if you tell me that he is in the 30s, I am like, that is so much better than what I, that I could have ever imagined for yeah. Biden at this state right now. But again, I am like, what, what is the truth behind the poll? What is right. what is the actuality behind that poll and who are the people that they're polling? Because I can't wrap my head yeah. around after Afghanistan, Ukraine, Israel, economy, inflation, after just the those border. five things <laughs> and the border to top it all off. How can you how could you still have any confidence in this president? Yeah, no, totally, totally agree. And that's why I love election nights. That's mm-hmm. why I love tonight with the Iowa caucuses and I love you know the upcoming primary elections because this is where the rubber hits the road mm-hmm. and we see the you know people are voting and we see what the American people want and we see the candidates that they are supporting so uh, can't wait to watch this all unfold over the next 24 hours and of course all year long and we'll be on top of all of it for you uh, starting tonight and through all the uh, rest of the year here on News Talk STL your home for America Decides 20. 24. All right, switching gears. As I mentioned, if you're watching on the cameras, you see that we have another friend over this afternoon. Dave Sylvester from the Gutter Pros is here in studio. And uh, it's great to see you, buddy. Great to get you inside and get you warm because hey, uh, it's a little that. rough out there right <laughs> it was now. It's a little brutal. Well, I was bad. thinking about going swimming after the interview today. Oh, but, yeah. Eh. A little balmy. Totally. Yeah, so we had Brian Agers on from Agers Heating and Air Conditioning earlier in the show. I mean, obviously, this is a big, you know, this weather like this is a big, has a big impact on his business. Does it it have anything, does it have any impact on the gutter industry as well? Or if the gutters are working properly, shouldn't have to worry about water freezing in there, right? Right. Yeah, you shouldn't. And right now, it's really funny. We had some calls. We had some severe wind 
like Friday yeah. or Saturday, oh, whenever that yeah. was, and our phones kind of yeah, blew up did. today from all the stuff that got twisted off of the houses as the wind got up in there. So this is another time of the year for us to hunker down and try to help those help those people out. Yeah, so, no, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I would and and um, I would imagine that as we we I, I've mentioned a couple times on the show here recently about um, you know as people were up and down on their roof during the holiday yeah. season. You know that's a that's a you don't very often. You guys do every day, but you know the average homeowner doesn't get the uh, up close view of their gutters, you know, on a regular basis. Right. So you go up there to hang Christmas lights or go back up to take them down. That may be the one time of the year that you actually spot a potential yeah. issue up. Homeowners there. do, and sometimes they have the Chevy Chase effect, and you know they go sliding <laughs> off. So yeah, <laughs> that's the most famous gutter scene ever, ever. filmed. Ever. <laughs> yes, yeah, great. I, I love it every year. It's just. Incredible. Cracks me up. <laughs> is it true? Is it is the is the are the physics there? Can somebody hang off their gutters without it just completely ripping off the house, or would it like? From it's a, a little unrealistic. Yeah, that's I mean, you I can was, hang on them, but I wouldn't for long, you know, just because they'll pull off. I bet. But you won't shoot an icicle through the window. No, well, man, that one, yeah, yeah. I, knew that was, I knew that was a little bit, uh, I knew that right. part was a little nothing Hollywood. Ever, nothing ever came from that part either. You would think that the neighbors would be like, what the heck? Like storming over? Nothing ever came from well, after they didn't that know. scene. They didn't know where it came from. Oh, I guess, right. yeah. They, didn't, like, yeah, they just didn't know because of ice Because it had melted. Wouldn't you think? So they didn't know what it was. Why is, why is the, the carpet car car all wet, Marga? <laughs> I don't know, Todd. I don't know, Todd. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's a, it is an interesting time of year for us, though. I mean, yeah. it's with the severe cold, we don't see any, any um, you know, obviously water's not flowing, but if, if, waters are not, if water's not draining, well, then yeah. you got ice build up, and that is heavy stuff. Well, that I was going to say, like, if your gutters are healthy, it probably isn't as big of a deal right. as of if they are clogged and there is water either pooling in the gutters yeah. on the you know on the roof or getting stuck in the downspouts, and that oh. starts to freeze right now. Then that can create that's big time. Maybe it's a real indication of hey, you got a problem here. That you right, need to, right. All the fall stuff is kind of past us now. We're starting to shift toward the spring, and and this is what we're going to be having a lot of calls in the spring. As yeah. these gutters are falling off and mm-hmm. bad wood, you know, if you got bad wood behind mm-hmm. there, you got a lot of weight in there, bam, down they come. Yeah. So. Well, one of the reasons that I wanted to have uh, Dave in today is to say thank you for your support of our event coming up on January 27th. Kate, Super what, excited. That is so like, excited. I know. It's like right around the corner. We I'm have looking the at the calendar. coming up and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. So, Katie and I's band, which is Tony Colombo in the North County Sound Machine, Mark Close from KC95, his band, Closest Quarters, and our buddy, Many Le- uh, Lenny Mank, or Many Link, whichever one whichever you want. Whichever one. Maybe, he one. Should, maybe that should, you should be Link. <laughs> maybe that would be a, a good stage name for Lenny. It could Many be. Link. It could be. Lenny Mank is going to be uh, performing that night as well. It is January 27th out at Westport Playhouse. Tickets are on sale now at westportplay.com, the Westport Playhouse website, and all the proceeds from ticket sales, which are just $15 a ticket, all of that money goes to Thrive St. Louis. And the reason that we are able to do this and put all of the money, give all the money to Thrive St. Louis is because of our great sponsors, Mm -hmm. Weber Chevrolet 
and David, his team at Gutter Pros. So can't thank you enough. Oh, super excited. For yeah. yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a party. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> it's gonna so be so much fun. We are so much looking forward to it. As Katie mentioned, we have a band practice this week and uh we have yeah. some special surprises and yes. special guests in store. Some new songs. New it's songs. Be awesome. Yeah. So it's gonna be just a, a great time. And thanks to you guys, it's also for a great cause. So yes. uh, thank it, you we so are much. super thrilled to be part of it. It there was absolutely no hesitation. When I talked to the owners of the company, like, absolutely, let's get in there. Let's do this. So we're super excited. Yeah. And you guys will get to meet Myra that night. That's that's Yay, nice. That's, yeah. Oh, my God. She's listening so today. So she's oh, probably. Oh, that's awesome. Myra. Thank you for coming. Thank you for. Well, I guess we're going to see her. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, her see her that night. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be such a good time. And I know, you know, like um, you guys deliver top notch service and quality to your customers and then you know in the community on a daily basis but um to see the you know to extra outreach mm-hmm. and I, Weber yeah. Chevrolet is you know they've been doing this for years specifically when it comes to the the local music scene Weber Chevrolet has always been a huge supporter and for you guys to you know go above and beyond you already over deliver for your customers on a daily basis but to you know help us out and help out the local music scene and make it possible that we could do this great event have this great party and still also benefit charity with it and and give all the proceeds to Thrive St. Louis is really just an awesome thing and all the more reason to uh, you know, make sure you visit Gutter Pros next time you have a gutter issue. Because, we appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, for folks that uh, uh, don't know how to contact you or are just hearing about Gutter Pros for the first time, uh, give give us the, the 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 quick recap of the company and how they can they can contact you guys. So, we go fifty miles roughly on both sides of the river. We're, our office is downtown, so fifty to sixty miles. You just draw a big circle. We'll we'll hit all those areas, and we'll even go beyond that. But uh, our website is gutterpros.com. Mm-hmm. And on that, if as you click there, you'll automatically go. It, I mean, it'll, it'll have a form that you can fill out for a free estimate. We are not a high-pressure company. We're there to help solve I can, and problems. And I can speak to that personally. They are not. In fact, it, but the pressure was on myself to actually make the phone call because I had built it up to be a bigger deal in my head than it was. Yeah. And uh, my only regret was not calling Gutter Pros sooner. We had our gutter issue so. at our house uh, about a year or so ago. Yeah. So, yeah, can't recommend. Coming up on a year. Coming yeah. up on a year. Yeah, wow. that's uh, yeah, unbelievable. It goes like, fast, doesn't it? It does. Hey, it can does. I make one confession? Please. I am a total election junkie. Yes, me too. When you said that earlier, I was like, oh, I got to tell him I'm totally. Yes. That is totally. Yes. I'm a news nerd, but this is the, this is the subsect. This is like when you, when you, when you narrow it down to what exactly about like the news that I like. Election, watching the numbers come in on Mm. election night. Doesn't have to be the presidential election night. Can be any meaningful election night like the Iowa caucuses tonight. I love watching those numbers come in and it is fun, man. Watching them, watching them go to the to the <laughs> screen I, when they zoom in on counties and they look at you know like the oh, percentage of the vote and all oh, that blow this up. I, oh, I'm all in, baby. It, I'm all in. It revs my engine, baby. Oh, <laughs> hey, I found Rush on his third day on the radio, and I listened oh, to him wow. for 32 wow. years, and wow. he, he totally taught me so much stuff. And I'm a total 
That wow. Total Third election. Day. Yeah. Well, Third we're day. we're the place to go. We'll be here uh, tonight as we continue to preview with uh, the Tim Jones and Chris Arp show, and then of course all day tomorrow as we react to the awesome, results you guys. of the Iowa caucus. That's Dave Sylvester from Gutter Thanks, Pros. Gutterpros.com. Uh, if you need any uh, help with your gutters at your home or business, and of course WestportPlay.com, the Westport Playhouse website, to get tickets to Katie and I's show coming up on January 27th. Don't go anywhere. O'Reilly Report next, then Tim Jones and Chris Arps. Have a great rest of your day.